Welcome to Beyond the Call, the podcast for all law enforcement professionals and all those who support them. Sponsored by the National Police Credit Union. We mean police business. I'm your co-host, Ken Bader, with co-host Casey Smith. Casey, how are you? I'm good. Coming off of a really terrible cold, but otherwise very good. <laughs> yeah. I just, I got hit with it. I didn't think I was going to get it. I got away for two weeks. And sure enough, when I got home, came in. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I've been fighting something too. Something's going around, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's not going around the entire metro area of Phoenix where you are, because that's also where our great guest is coming from today. (laughs) You know, I always have a great segue. Uh, And that is Tim Thomas, the president of the Phoenix Police Foundation. Tim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ken and Casey, both of you. Yes. Welcome. Today with you both. Mm-hmm. Great to have you. It is awesome to have you. Uh, what's even more awesome is we're going to start off with the best question, uh, which is on ice cream, because I love ice cream. If you could see my waistline, you would know that I do. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but I know that the, the Phoenix PD uh, has an ice cream truck. You know, how did that come about, and, and how do you use that in the community? Yeah, so it's it's a great great tool and a kind of a neat story. So the the concept came from one of our officers, one of our sergeants actually, Sergeant Keith Doherty, who comes from uh, Boston originally. And Boston was one of the first departments that came up with this idea of a ice cream truck PD branded to really be used as for community engagement. And so Keith brought the idea to the Phoenix Police Foundation because it's obviously something that's not going to be funded under a normal budget from the police department. Sure. Sure. We love the idea. And so uh, myself and other uh, board members started going out in the community and looking for partners that might be willing to make this a reality. And we found a great partner in uh, Scott Ruel, who's the owner of Courtesy Chevrolet. And he really helped us. He donated the van, um, helped us with the wrap. And uh, at the end of the day, we were able to produce this ice cream truck that was 100% donated to the department. Oh, my God. That's awesome. awesome. And unlike Boston, you could actually use it, you know, 11 to 12 months out of the year in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. In fact, I think we dispatched it uh, three or four times in the month of December. Yep. Wow. So it's, uh, it's a big hit. Um, we use it. At, uh, the department takes it out to community engagement events. Um, it, it really serves different purposes. You know, it, it allows the department to connect with the community without any of those barriers yeah. that exist. Right. And it's really focused on the youth as well, because, you know, when we see sometimes youth, if they're, if they've been involved with the police, it might've been, you know, not the most positive experience because they're there talking to right. mom or dad or somebody's mm-hmm. having a situation. And this really allows them to break down those barriers and see that they are people too. Right. And, yeah. And it's really really important for uh for community engagement now i one last uh, question on ice cream <laughs> and then we'll go to something more important and talk about the foundation um is you know what what brand of ice cream is it always a different ice cream or do you have folks in the community that that may be local businesses that uh, donate the ice cream you know i'm an ice cream guy so i want to hear about ice cream 
Yeah. <laughs> great, great question because I want to partake in this activity. Yeah. Well, I'll start by saying whatever frozen treated is always delicious. Um, so the way we're working it now, and you know, we just rolled this out in um, October, so it hasn't been um, in action too long. But our first sponsor for ice cream was AT and T, and so they provided donation. So we we're able to, you know, fuel the truck with frozen treats for for several yeah. months with their generosity. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And so right now though, we, we, you know, we always want to be careful. There's, you know, certain allergies out there. So we yeah. typically stick with those, you know, frozen treats like polar pops and, mm-hmm. um, you know, otter pops and those, you know, traditional popsicle type programs, but I haven't heard any complaints. Yeah. You won't hear any from me. Don't worry. <laughs> me <either. laughs> Well, something that um, was rather new, but very uh, dear to my heart because I was, um, you know, privy to it the first year that you did it. Uh, but you have a, a Woman in Blue event coming up in a few months. Um, can you tell, tell our audience a little bit about that? Yeah. So this is, this is and you're, you're absolutely right. And the National Police Credit Union was a big part of making our first annual Women in Blue a big success. Yeah, it was a great event. So we're moving into our second annual, which is always a good thing if you make it past the first one. And exactly. we're really, really pleased on how it turned out. But really, the, the context of this program is really to, to focus and recognize women in law enforcement um, for the tremendous work that they do, both from a leader, leadership perspective, um, as well as a community um, engagement perspective. And it's really just a well-rounded. So, you know, we had three awardees the first year. We're going to follow the same sort of model. But, you know, we had Jen Kuliff, who, who's been on your program yep, for her in Hoops for Hope. And we had uh, Chief Williams. We gave her the Lifetime Achievement Award, which she, she duly deserves. And then we also had an up-and-comer award for uh, one of our cadets, um, the, the chief of the cadet program is, is female. So very well received, very well attended. And, um, I think it, it really highlighted what, uh, these tremendous women are doing in law enforcement. Absolutely. I agree. And, and really quick before, uh, we move on, is it, um, is it too soon to tell us anything about, or a tidbit about the awardees this year or is well, it a secret? Yeah. Well, we, I can't give you the names because we're just now finalizing them, but okay. um, it's going to be a dynamic group again. Um, and I think everybody will be real pleased and we'll have a new awardee. The up and comer was really specific for Savannah Walters and the cadet program. So we've got somebody in mind that um, I tell you this, as long as she's willing to, to accept the award, she's really broken some, uh, some significant barriers in law enforcement and once we announced that that will become clear on why. Awesome. 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 Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. And so I, that the date so your audience knows is uh, April um, 16th, 2019 is the second annual. It's a luncheon as last year. And we do have information on our website if people want to take a look at that. Awesome. So just in a few months, are you going to have ice cream at the, never mind. No, we're not going to talk about ice cream anymore. All right. <laughs> but we will talk. Well, we, we will Relax, talk. Kid. <laughs> now a word from our sponsor, the National Police Credit Union. The National Police Credit Union is pleased to introduce Killed in the Line of Duty Loan Protection. 
a special debt cancellation benefit created exclusively for active full-time law enforcement officers. Available for multiple loans at no cost to the borrower, this complimentary benefit will cancel up to 850,000 of the outstanding balance of one or more loans should the unthinkable happen to an officer due to a line of duty incident. Eligible credit union loans includes mortgages and home equity loans, auto, motorcycle and boat loans, signature loans, uniform loans, tuition loans, student loan consolidations and credit cards. Killed in the line of duty loan protection is available only for the qualifying officer and the protection may not be purchased outright. This debt cancellation benefit only applies in the case of death. Please see loan addendum upon loan closing for more details and for more information, please go to nationalpolicecu.com. <laughs> we will talk more about- I, did, I didn't, Tim, I'm sorry, Ken. I didn't warn you about Ken's cheesy jokes. So I apologize that I didn't prepare you for any of that, but well, welcome to the show. <laughs> well, you know, cheese and ice cream are both made out of milk. So there's probably, never mind. All right. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll chastise me later. I know. Uh, <laughs> I will. <laughs> hey, there are some people that actually enjoy my humor. Uh, but more importantly, <laughs> speaking of events, uh, you have an award ceremony coming up very soon. I think even sooner than the women in blue. Uh, what does that event entail? Yeah. So that's our annual award ceremony is something that the foundation has been, um, big part of for for many years in terms of funding it and so this event is happening on march 12th and really it is the department's award ceremony where they take the opportunity to recognize both men and women for the mm -hmm. courageous activities and, and work that they do from the prior year so um, you see everything from merit you know awards for merit and valor um, supervisor of the year the Chiefs Award. So there's uh, oh, great. It's really important to recognize um, these folks for the work that they could do. And for sometimes sure. they don't really want it. Yeah. You know, they're just like, I just yeah. do my job. But exactly. One of the things we've really learned is it's important for their families because yeah. they see them every day when they walk out that door. And it really, you see them glow when one of their family members walks across that stage sure. and receives word from Chief Williams. That's awesome. I, yeah. I can understand that. Cause I, I, when I've been at those types of award ceremonies, I feel pride and I don't know these people. So I can only imagine, you know, being the spouse or the child or, you know, what have you. So, or the parent, you know, it's amazing. All right. So aside from the events, what are the primary goals and objection objectives for the Phoenix police foundation in 2019? So we're going to, we'll continue to go down our path of what our mission is. And that's really three things, unmet capital needs, financial assistance in crisis situation and employee recognition. So as we go into this year, we'll look for on the unmet capital needs through a grant process. We'll, we'll field requests from the department. Um, I'll give you an example of one thing we're working on right now. We've already agreed to find funding and we're about to make our first purchase is for tourniquet holders for patrol officers. So smart. The department the department funds tourniquets, but yeah. they, there isn't funding for a holder for them to carry on their uniform. Right. And we know that tourniquets save lives. There's no doubt about it. And they're gonna save more lives if they have a, a comfortable, convenient place to put that on their person. 
Right. Otherwise, it ends up in their car and maybe in their pocket. But, you know, seconds matter when you're talking about sure. something like that. So this is something that through private funding, donations from our corporate and individual sponsors will be able to outfit the entire department. It's, and that's pretty exciting. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, I agree. And then we'll, we'll, yeah, and we'll continue down. You know, we talked about the award ceremony and the women in blue. We also have youth programs that we support, like the Hoops for Hope. Um, we also have the youth experience, which is, um, if you ever heard of a citizen's academy where adults go through the academy and they see all the different areas of a department, we, we fund a program for kids that does something very similar and it creates an awareness and, and possible, you know, career opportunity sure. down the road for, for youth. Um, and then we'll continue as always, we, we manage a fund for um, officers sworn and, and this is unique professional non-sworn people in the department um, that are in, in fi financial um, crisis. And mm -hmm. um, we do that through an application and, and we help, um, you know, men and women there if they're, you know, just in a bind and need, you know, it's not a lot of money, but you know, sometimes it, it helps and um, it's very gratifying to see, you know, that make a difference in people's lives. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You know, you, we, you talked earlier about you know, humanizing, in essence, you know, police officers and, and more importantly, connecting them to the community. And that's one of the purposes of this, of this show is to kind of keep it light and, you know, not talk about the unfortunate heavy part of, of police work all the time. But the fact that, you know, that we are or the police officers are just people like Jen Kuliff, who you, who you mentioned. And, um, you know, she had a, a, at least one or two, you know, very fun stories about you know her work and, and what she does um, do you have a, a favorite feel-good story or memory related to the uh, the Phoenix Police Foundation well I would say just about everything I do sure. makes me feel good. <laughs> Absolutely. Pick one or maybe two <laughs> we were talking before the show you know I'm a civilian as well so you know I'm doing this um, you know, because I believe in it. And I right. believe in, in the of our police department. Now, <clears throat> this is a feel good, but it's also a, a, one of those unfortunate ones. But I think this had the most impact on me. Um, but this back in, um, in 2016, we lost an officer in the line of duty. Mm -hmm. um, he was killed, um, you know, by a gunman. Mm -hmm. um, but about, what happens is, it's very important after you move through that tragedy for the squad of a fallen officer to go to police week in Washington, DC. Right. And the foundation was able to work with Dave Glasser's squad. And again, through the generosity of the public, raise enough money where we could send that entire squad and the Glasser family to Washington, DC with no out of pocket cost. Nice. That allows them to go not have to worry it's expensive to go to dc first of all no absolutely what right um but it takes that burden of having to worry about paying for a trip like that off of their mind they can go they can mourn they can you know have some closure and that that to me just seeing and getting to know his squad was probably you know impacted me you know inside the most out of everything we've we've done so far absolutely yeah. I, uh, police weeks is a pretty powerful experience. I have yet to go, but every single person that I know that has, it's just invaluable. I mean, 
Yeah. So that's, that's impactful. I'm glad you guys were able to do that. Yeah. Made me feel good. Unfortunately, it was a tragedy that, uh, you know, made it, um, but you know, that's the nature of this business, unfortunately. And yeah, we we do what we do is that these men and women go out there every day and, and, um, put themselves in, in the line of fire. So. Right. Exactly. Well, the Police Officers Credit Union Association will actually be having our annual meeting in uh, D.C. uh, at the end of Police Week. So, Casey, maybe you'll have an opportunity to be there for your first Police Week. That would be awesome. Awesome. (laughs) I uh, certainly hope so. (laughs) But Tim's right. As much as I love our nation's capital, it's darn expensive. (laughs) Looking at rooms and food and everything else. You can't step foot in that place. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but it's it's a great city and a great place to be uh but uh i believe now is the time which we don't tell our guests so this will be a surprise for tim where we have a kind of semi lightning round it never goes lightning <laughs> so so don't worry there's no timer or anything like that but i know i know casey has uh, a round of fun questions for you Okay. Yes. All right. So um, if you have not already listened to every episode that we've um, played, <laughs> these might be <laughs> he did all of his homework. So uh, number one, your favorite fictional crime fighter of all time. It could be a human, an animal, a superhero, or a machine. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. That's a tough one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I might have to just go with Superman. That's Great choice. A good fallback, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. He's Teflon. I mean, yeah. what do you do? I just, I just right, want that him- laser vision thing that he's got. You know, kind of pick off like skateboarders and other people that annoy me in the neighborhood. <laughs> <but> continue. <laughs> the the cyclists who cut you off in traffic. Those don't guys. even yeah. get me started, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number two, the best buddy cop movie or TV show? The best buddy cop movie or TV show? I think Lethal Weapon has probably got to be right up at the top. For Absolutely. Me. Well, Definitely one of my favorites. All right, what is your definition of a hero? I would say that a hero is some person that does something that, out of the ordinary, above and beyond, um, but doesn't really expect any sort of acknowledgement for it or expectation of acknowledgement for it. Somebody that does great things because they believe in it. And then of course we want to recognize them, but it's not necessarily their intent to get that recognition. Right, right, I love that. And who would you say is your hero or the person you admire the most? Well, it's probably going to be cheesy, but I would say my, my, my dad was, was my biggest hero and we lost him a couple of years ago, but sorry, amazing man that, uh, even today, uh, he lives on and he worked for the city of Phoenix and I run into people. He'd been retired. He's been retired for 20, 25 years, but wow. we'll run into people that, uh, that worked with him and, uh, they're just, they only have the kindest things to say. And I understand why. He was a great yeah. man. Absolutely. 
And lastly, where can, um, where can people go to find the foundation if they want to donate, if they just want to contribute or see what you guys have going on? Yeah. So our website is probably, website's probably the best spot. Um, we've got everything out there from upcoming events to the ability to donate with, uh, in addition to some more information about what we do. And that's phxpolicefoundation.org. Or if you just Google uh, the Phoenix Police Foundation, you'll find it pretty easily. Awesome. And are your um, social media links on there as well? They are. Okay. Yep. So we've got Perfect. Facebook, Twitter, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Instagram, all of it. Awesome. 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 Well, before we, we do wrap up, I know um, Ken likes to thank you for, for being here, but you <laughs> know, the, we, yeah. Um, last year, Jim and I had the honor of you know, having lunch with you and, and Chief Williams, and she just had so much great things to say about you and just your contributions to the foundation and how you be, became the president and all of that. And I just want to uh, kind of reiterate that. And I don't think that everybody really realizes what the importance of the foundations, I mean, mainly civilians, I think the actual police certainly do. Um, but I think from the outside world, not everyone realizes the, the work that goes into it and how much you support the department. And I just, I'm, I'm thankful for you guys. I, I just wanted to say that. So. Well, I appreciate that very much, Casey. It's, it is, it is important work and it's, um, you know, we need the public to help support us, but um, yeah, you know, they, it's hard. Men and women do the best they can with, with not everything they need. And it's just the, the fact of, you know, right, the right. of municipalities and, and exactly so, yeah. anything we can do to, to make them safer and do their job more effectively. Yes. Ultimately results in uh, you know, a safer place for us all to live, work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The longer I do this podcast and, and also work uh, with the police officers credit union association, the more I find great organizations like you, like yours, that are, are not only doing great work for the police, uh, but also providing a nice little bridge, bridging that gap between law enforcement and, and the community and, and bringing some of those folks that, that may be in the gray area over to, you know, actually uh, being uh, law enforcement supporters. So, so thank you for the work that you do, Tim. And thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Oh, absolutely. And thank you again for having me. It, it really is an honor and I appreciate what you guys are doing and, and uh, helping convey some of these messages. It's, uh, it's, it's fabulous. Thank you. Very welcome. And it's our pleasure. And Casey, why don't you tell our audience where they can find the Beyond the Call? Yes. So if you go to our website, nationalpolicecu.com forward slash podcast, you'll see all of our episodes, uh, including this one. So be sure to download those, check them all out. They're all full of good times. Um, <laughs> while you're there, check out all the credit union news and updates as well as, as well as our savings and loan rates. They're always excellent. Um, be sure to share this podcast, rate it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Um, and if you have any questions or comments or you want to submit a guest that you think would be a great feature same link nationalpolicecu.com forward slash podcast and at the bottom of that page you'll see a submission um, section there so uh, we appreciate you all listening have a great week and stay safe out there take care everybody <laughs>